It is with Red and Bobby. Hello, Redophiles. Welcome back to the Year Is podcast with me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my co-host... Red Richardson. Um, don't, yeah, don't, don't call them Redophiles. <laughs> no, they're, they're your fans. <laughs> they're they keep... not. They're fans of the pod. They're not Redophiles. I don't think anyone wants to be called that. They, we, listen, we've started a patron. We already have lots of patrons. If you haven't yeah. signed up, you got to check it out. But we've started this, and mm. uh, a lot of people have messaged me and said, hey... I'm a redophile. Now, did they do that because on stage in Cambridge on Saturday when you got a better gig and couldn't open for me, I... Wait, did you do that? I decided to open the show myself. Yeah. Because I thought, how hard can it be? Yeah, okay. And what... Did you slag me off when I wasn't even there? No, I told them, listen, my usual act, Red Richardson, got a better gig, but he has... He doesn't like his fan base to be called Redophiles, but I'm trying to get it to catch on. So if you could, you know, send him a message. Oh, no, no more of this crap. And say, hey, I'm now a Redophile. Mm -hmm. But nobody does it, I think, because literally the difference between the word Redophile and Pedophile Mm. is one line. Yeah. Like the R and the P. It's one line. So if you, you know, and the R and the P... One letter, you mean? No, a P mm. is like a P, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. then an oh, okay, R yeah. is just one line. So oh, one, yeah. the difference between a fan of Red Richardson <laughs> and a pedophile is literally a very fine line. <laughs> like right. it's literally a thin, small line that separates your fan base, Redophiles, yeah. from the most hated group in society. <laughs> But you know what? No risk, no reward. If you're not going to out yourself as a redophile and sign up to our Patreon, you're not going to get the benefits. No, and uh, you don't have to be called that. You can just be like, uh, you know, Reds. What, I'm a fan of Reds Year Is podcast. That's a bit clunky. I know, but it's just nicer, isn't it? I'm a redophile. (laughs) Listen, guys, I'm a... a, non-practicing redophile okay yeah yeah you hate yourself for it. <laughs> no, yeah. wait no what's it called it's not called non-practicing non-offending called, i'm a non-offending redophile <laughs> i'm a non-offending redophile i haven't i haven't been to a red richardson show i've never actually seen red richardson do any comedy but i think deep down mm. that i really like red richardson and you burst into tears whenever you think about me yeah yeah and i have and to live yourself. alone in the woods <laughs> if there's anyone near me that looks kind of like red i really want to fuck him i don't know what's going on but if i see a guy with a mustache who's a bit just a bit curvy in the right way i just start coming i could go from flaccid i could go from i can ejaculate well flaccid if i see someone that looks like red richardson this is the start of the podcast yeah yeah i'm just Mm. getting people in you know if this is if this is the first episode you've listened to you got to go back yeah there's some history this is episode 20 there is some history leading up to this episode so thank you everyone who's listened so far yeah if this is your first time listening uh this usually takes about 20 minutes for bobby to be this disgusting and we usually start with a few facts but uh no 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 not anymore not anymore (laughs) you're going straight um we're going straight in i think I think we have to tell people about what happened when we were talking on the phone. Uh, I was on the phone to Bobby, having a bad weekend, and uh, this is a continuing thing, actually. We've talked about these things now three times on the pod. A man on an e-scooter crashed into a parked car, smashed his face open on the pavement, 
And I had to wait with him while we called an ambulance when there's blood everywhere. So this is the third e-scooter-related incident in three weeks. I really... How, what did his face look like? It was just complete split. Eyebrows split, black eyes, um, cuts under his eyes. He completely smacked against the cup. It was horrific. Really tough kid. He was like, he got his, he was like, I sat him down, he got his phone out and rang someone. was like, I'm going to be a bit later than I expected. I was like, that's pretty cool. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so this has been a roller coaster for e-scooters this this, this last few episodes. How old was this guy? He's 19. He was so much tougher than Will ever be. Oh man, yeah. He was, and I had to ask him. It was um, because I'm on the phone. They ask you. They ask you so many questions that you're like, they're like, is there any sort of flammable stuff? You're like, what? Just can you just send an ambulance? Do you know what I mean? I don't like when they're typing in the details. You go, is this going to like? If I answer this wrong, you just won't send something. Like, can I just tell you this guy's got blood coming out of his eyes? And can you just send someone, please? But there's a lot of a lot of admin that goes into it. Um, but no, he was, he was very tough Irish kid, all in one tracksuit. Didn't seem too bothered. And you saved his life. Not really. Cause like, yeah, we were on the phone from my perspective. We're talking and you said, are you all right, mate? And you went, Oh, Oh God. Uh, okay. I gotta go, Bobby. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Cause he literally looked up and he was just <laughs> blood all over his face. It was horrible. Um, guy helped me out. It was weird. You know, when you sort of bond with someone over, Something, there was another passerby and we sort of stood there and you kind of, I don't know, you, you didn't hardly spoke, but it was like, you know, you have that sort of moment. You, where you feel close to him. Yeah. I'll never see him again. I'll never speak to him again. But uh, the one thing I would say is uh, I think that guy that you called the ambulance for, whose eyes were bleeding and crashed the e-scooter is now a definitive non-offending redophile. <laughs> no, I got the feeling when I was looking at him, I was like, you're the sort of kid who's going to punch me in the back of the head on a bus in like three years because you won't remember me. No, but here's the thing. No, 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 no. He fits the, he fits, he's, he's never seen you do comedy. Mm-hmm. He's never heard this podcast, mm-hmm. but he's grateful to you. <laughs> and that makes him a non-offending redophile. <laughs> All the people in your life who like you, mm-hmm. But haven't seen your comedy or non-offending redophiles. Yeah, that's probably true. Then your okay. wife? Can we know? Can we? She no. She likes the comedy. Okay, she's, she's listened to some of the podcast. I think she's just a redophile. She stopped listening because we did 1986, and I forgot to mention that was the year she was born. And, <laughs> and that was our first episode. So she's kind of kind of tapped out since then. But you know, she supports the idea of what we're doing. You know, yeah, she knows I go somewhere and sit in a room with you in a blue room. <laughs> I do feel, I always feel for the people who are just listening. They never get to see this beautiful studio we built. No, that's why you need to go on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, just hit the subscribe on the YouTube. You know, yeah, why not? Bit of a subtle. And how have you been? You went skiing. Uh, it was, uh, I, well, I didn't go skiing. I went to a mountain mm. and took care of a baby while Harriet's family skied. She basically just sat on a dangerous hill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cold. I'm in a nice hotel. Look, it, yeah. was, it was all cool, but it's quite a cold vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that as a holiday. To me, a holiday is not doing stuff. I thought it was wonderful, and I'm so glad I went. (laughs) I loved it, and I hope to go back. (laughs) I'm towing the party line. What a great holiday we had. This is wonderful. Perhaps next time we could all lay in the snow together and die. (laughs) That would be wonderful. 
what if we put the baby in the snow and the baby died with us? <laughs> Burr, it's cold. It actually wasn't that cold. The sun, it's weird because it's snowing, but then the sun's on you, so you're hot Yeah, in it's the snow. horrible. And then you have to wear all these things and you have to wear these <laughs> boots that you can't walk in because, like, you know, the ski boots? Uh, well, I didn't go in. You see people, I, you see people walking around, they'll fall. Like, I saw a guy, so a guy in a pub just, like, he's just walking around in his stupid fucking boots. <laughs> he's like, boots that are not for walking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But he's, he just doesn't take that. He comes to the pub, has his dress, and then he just walking, like, crashes onto the ground. It's like, yeah, man, those aren't for walking. No, no, no. There's nothing better than watching someone wipe out in those, <laughs> on the, uh, the ice, you know, hard ice snow, just... Yeah, not my idea of a holiday. I've been before. I used to ski. I did ski when I was a kid, and then I just got the fear as an adult. But I remember going, like with school, school, Mm -hmm. you'd go skiing with school. Yeah. I wouldn't have had money outside of that to go. Yeah. The weirdest memory I have about it is I remember being skiing, and right after we get on the, the bus to go home, I'd close my eyes. And because I just stared at the snow all day and stared at people skiing, when I closed my eyes, I just saw skiing. <laughs> it was so weird. It you know? hurts your eyes, though, because of the way the sun reflects. Yeah, you got to wear sunglasses. Have you ever had that, though? Where yeah, you, yeah, it's horrible. Where you look at something a lot, and then when you close your eyes, you still see it. And you're I like, have that with you after these podcasts. <laughs> what does that even mean? What a rude thing to say. <laughs> well, this is as it's a special episode, Bobby, 20th episode. Thank you to everyone who's listening. I'd like, so I have something to announce since it's the 20th episode. Yeah, yeah. If you sign up to the 25 pound tier on Patreon, I'm going to send you a rug that, a mug that says, I'm a retophile. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that in this moment. That's the special announcement. I didn't want you. That's so, well, this is the year I was born, 1989, which we're going back to. That is what you just want to skip over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My I, special offer. I don't want you candy. It's an exciting special I offer. I don't want people buying mugs that says I'm a Redifon on that. <laughs> they're not buying them. They're the, getting them given. To, if, they're, if they're willing to we go on the 25-pound tier of our Patreon, they will be given a mug. <laughs> I don't want They'll be given a mug that says geeks. I'm a Redifon. <laughs> and then they can tweet pictures no, of them please. with a mug saying I'm a Redifon to you. And that's something you don't want. You don't want a devout mm. fan base. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> what do you, you? What do you want? People who just say yes, I like Red Richardson's comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come, say hello, thanks, and then I want to lead a cult. Yeah, no, but start your own cult for yourself. Uh, well, it, it, you want to start one for me to watch me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, every week. I'm just gonna add something to the 25 pound tier of the Patreon. If you <laughs> if you subscribe to the 25 pound tier of the Patreon, you can rub oil all over Red Richardson's <laughs> body. One day only, you can lube him up completely and slide him into whatever you want to. (laughs) It's 1989, Bobby. That is the year we're going back to, and it's the year that a lot of people listen to podcasts, it's the seminal year in their life because it's the year that their God and Messiah, Red Richardson, was born. (laughs) For the Redophiles listening, it's the year... It's it's kind of like their year zero, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. 1989 <laughs> is their year zero. So actually, how old do you know? Uh, 33. This is actually, to them, it's the year 33 yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Jesus is still alive. <laughs> and if they tried to hang him to a cross, he's too fat. And it would just, his hands would rip off the nails. And he just hit the ground with a big thud. Just... <laughs> ah, fuck! My hands are bleeding. Can someone shove some food in my mouth? <laughs> same, same age as Jesus, actually, when he died. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. He, he was thirty-three, wasn't he? I, I, I don't know. Mm, he, he, I he, he was so. according to Jody. She achieved uh, quite a bit. 
So, but never had a podcast. So there you <laughs> no, go. He would have for sure. Oh yeah, it would be the most boring podcast going. He'd be an Instagram influencer who then got done for sending a dick pic to a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, he would have got me to a hundred percent. That's one hundred percent what would have happened. <laughs> so, in your uh, in your research, Bobby, apart from me being born, what amazing stuff have you come across? Well, let me tell you right now. Okay, you better be good. In 1989, the first commercial dial-up internet connection in North America is made by the World STD. It was called STD. <laughs> That's what it's called. Really? They could. They didn't. <laughs> well, what does that stand for? Does it matter? Because no, we all know what it. Yeah. We're going to think it stands for. Okay, we got to name a company. Uh, <laughs> we what could we we could call it uh, the World uh, Internet? No, I don't know if that word actually exists yet. It's 1989. I don't know if we know about the word internet yet. Um, what about uh, the World STD? Well, yeah, that might stand for something in the company, but other people think that means sexually transmitted diseases. And it's 1989, so AIDS is pretty big right now. Uh, maybe we shouldn't call our internet company like, you know, AIDS. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're yeah. like, no, no, we're going to go with it. The World STD. That's not a good name. It really isn't at all. Um, yeah, I remember dial-up internet. It was terrible. It was almost not worth it. Like, as a thing, people go, oh, do, do, do. And you go, this, is this worth it? I mean, compared to no internet, it's worth it. You're comparing it to now, our life with faster net. I just didn't bother with it, you know? Did you? Yeah, how else do you look at sexy images? <laughs> that was a seminal part of my life, just looking at sexy yeah, images. It takes you Did 10 take, hours. It takes five minutes to load an image, <laughs> and every new pixel is very exciting. <laughs> but, but then you, no one in your house can use the phone because you're trying to get pictures <laughs> some boobs up. Listen, get off the phone, Mom. I need to come. <laughs> Your dad's had a heart attack. We need to ring the ambulance. Well, I'm going to have a heart attack if I stop what I'm doing right now. I can't stop mid-stroke, baby. You can get a new Tell husband. Daddy to I can't... hang in there. Yeah. Listen. Bobby needs to Put a stent in his chest. I need to finish what I started. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was like that. I remember trying to show my sister a rap battle that I found on the internet in, like, 2003. And she was just so, like, like, she didn't care. You know, it's just like two fully grown men, like, calling each other gay was basically the extent of it. I mean, I've met your sister, and I feel like even if it loaded quickly, she wouldn't care. She wouldn't care. Because you have very different interests. Of course. Your, your sister, without... Sp is the most normal person I've ever met who's connected to you. <laughs> like everyone else I meet that's connected to you in any way, like, you know, me, you're all extended friends. There's yeah, always yeah, yeah. there's always some like broken part of them. <laughs> but your sister is just like this this normal, very nice Very together. Yeah, very... she's not she's not she's not huge for rap battles, basically. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, it'd take like you know, twenty minutes and it would load up like three seconds. <laughs> And be like, your, that's what your mum said. And then I'd be like, you got to wait for the next bit. And you just sort of sit there. <laughs> it's just, it was awful. Yeah, I was, you know, I, what was it? Beep. Mm. It would make that beep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beep. Yeah. I, I remember playing Age of Empires online. Mm. You ever play Age of Empires? Mm. A great strategy game. It was played by like kids who were drowning in pussy. Okay, it doesn't so sound like it's, it. You no, know, it was Age just of like... Empires. So it's one of those... I have, I have heard of it. It's like an online strategy game where you you raise an army and fight others 
online. Yeah. I played a bit during lockdown and it's it was just a game where if there were kids like teenagers and they were just drowning in pussy. And they were too hot. They too were popular. too hot, too cool. Their glasses Sick were too sexy. Yeah, yeah. Braces Their muscles were too fleek. big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their dicks had grown early, is what I'm saying. And yeah. I played that game because okay. I was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Early dick grower. Okay. That's the thing. When you're a kid, there's kids that have big dicks because they're puberty early. But it's like, listen, buddy, I'll catch up to you. Give me a couple years. Your dick might have grown early, but this is a marathon. My when, dick. When was this happening? You never. You don't remember like gym classes. You see everyone's dicks. No. What? What was? What, what, no. That's what I was. People got changed, but I never. No one was ever like uh, going up to other people saying, "Hey, uh, don't worry." Even though that's big now, I'll catch up. To I'm you. just saying what I was thinking. Okay, I was sitting okay. there thinking. Yeah, well, I'll you get should there. track these people down. I want to track everyone down that had a bigger dick than me with a kid and see how their dick's doing now. <laughs> Listen, well, Netflix might make that. You know, Listen, Bobby checks. On. You think, yeah, yeah, maybe at thirteen, your dick, you hit puberty at eleven, so your dick was a bit bigger than mine. Listen, I've had a couple more years in the puberty game. I think I might have caught up with you. Also. <laughs> Let's measure up. This would be this a great time show. We include balls. This could be a great TV show. This time we include balls. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. that's, no, that's season two. No, because the older <laughs> the older you get, the older you get, the longer your balls get. And if, if we're including ball length, buddy, I got you beat. Oh, you're thinking, hey, well, uh, I don't think that balls should be measured because you can't fuck with the balls. Well, guess what? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> you don't know how to fuck if you can't fuck with the balls. Well, we need to track down. And film it for TV. The balls can tickle an asshole while the dick does the good work. <laughs> the balls can tickle the asshole while the dick does the Lord's work. Okay. They have a very, a very important function. We, yeah. If you go around and find these people. Thing is, one of them's probably done something amazing. Went out to, uh, you know, a war-torn country, helped out, volunteered, got their legs blown off, and then our TV show, you track them down to wherever hospital they're in and, 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 and go, look, I've got a bigger dick than you. And he's just like, what? Just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't say fuck off. He'd say, just no, give me a second. Me. <laughs> give me a second. He'd just jerk off a little. That's what people always do. <laughs> I don't think he can. That, in, the gym cl- in gym class, you don't remember that? People would just I always, don't remember any Guys, you just see guys kind of turn around and just give themselves a little tug to like to plump it up a bit. Yeah. That way they're a bit... Did you not, go to an all-boys all Catholic school? No, I just went to a cool school with cool guys. I, <laughs> I just love the idea that someone I went to high school with is going to listen to this and be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think this was all in your mind. And I'm like, a lot was going on in my mind, actually. It's really... I do remember Bobby used to stare at me in I this remember, weird way. There was, this, there, was, I, I, there was one guy. I had a kid in my class. I'm not going the other way now. He had a micro penis. Mm. Like a straight up micro penis. Mm. It was crazy. And I checked on my Facebook, he's married, and I'm like, your wife is for sure getting it somewhere else. I'm not shaming you if you have a micro penis. Mm. But it I mean it was it was uh, Yeah. How old was he? Oh at the time, maybe fourteen. <laughs> 
and you went and <clears throat> tracked down his Facebook to, to check on his dick. I just a small dick. And I just, thought- to see if there's any photos <laughs> of his dick. You should write to him, Bobby. I going, remember. Sorry, it's been really bothering me. How's, I remember. What's the dick saying these days? I remember he had a small dick, and I thought, I wonder what he's up to, you know? <laughs> I wonder if his dick's still small. I could, So I went on Facebook. We thought he, he might have shot someone. Well, up. I thought maybe there'd be a photo of him, like, in tight pants or something where I could yeah. get a look. But uh, I guess if you have a micro penis, you're not going to wear it any clothing that shows off the micro. Well, lockdown affected us all differently, Bobby. <laughs> Some of us uh, baked banana bread. Some of us uh, did workouts with Joe Wicks. Bobby, Bobby <laughs> went to track down people whose penises he'd seen when they were 14. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't, you, I just want to know. I want to know if it grew. Well, we can find out. He might even listen. We can't find What's out. What's his name? How are we going to find out? I'm not going to say his name. That seems mean. Yeah. What if he's got the biggest dick in the world now? Well, you might. That's the whole point uh, that's of your TV show. Yes. I know. That's the point of my show. Yeah. The surprises, the, the, the surprises along the way, the exciting moments. Also, like, what if, like, one guy, you know, he doesn't have a big dick, but he uses it really well? I don't know. Anyway, dial up internet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never used it. My brother, uh, my, my mates, I, I used to have a best friend and, uh, when we were like 12. And, you know, you, no one had mobiles or anything. So I used to try and call and his brother would just sit on the computer all the time so he could never get hold of him and anything like that because he had his brother just... You know what he was sat. doing, though? What was he doing? <laughs> he was just, he was jerking off his dick. Yeah. I'm sure that's what that's he was, what he was up to. Yeah, but no one can reach that. It's just so. It's so funny because now people can just go next door on their phone. Well, like, I'm just going to the loo and use their phone and like do something like that. Whereas back then you had to cut off the entire connection supply to the whole house to watch uh, uh, porn. I think it's better that way. Think of how much internet we have in our lives right now. Yeah, I think you should. Think, like, it should be a real choice. I think we should bring back dial-up internet. Mm. So whenever you're on the internet. Everyone knows you're yeah. on the internet. Like, because with dial up internet, what was, yeah, what was great is what you're saying. It would destroy your ability to call the house. So if you're on the internet, it has to matter. Yeah. Like, do what you got to do. You're going to check your email. Well, check your email and then get off the internet. Yeah. No more like hours of scrolling on social media. Yeah. 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 It's, no, it just cuts everything off. Like, your oven should stop working. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the water goes off in the house if you're on Twitter. If if the water went off on in this house, every time I was on the internet, my wife would be dead. Oh, yeah, but so many people like on Twitter. Just, like, I would, she would just be, I just, I would have just spent a day on Twitter and I'd just find her, like, lifeless, dehydrated <laughs> body. Yeah. And she'd be like, Bobby, can I get a glass of water? And her lips would have that cracked, bleeding look that you see in, yeah. like, movies. But, oh. And I'd be like, sweetie, sweetie, I just have to check how my tweet's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got had 10 likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know so many people would be like that. Also, like, when you cut off the light, like, I could have been out with, you know, my mate, and he could have cracked his head on the floor, and the ambulance is trying to ring the house, and the mum doesn't get to see his last moments in hospital because the brother was downstairs jacking off to heavily pixelated pornos. But that didn't happen, did it? It didn't, but that could have happened. Well, if we're just going to think of sad things that could have happened, <laughs> I can think of more fun, sad things. Okay. Like, well, what if you're just at home, right? Mm. But then you're on the internet and someone breaks into your house mm. and you can't 
uh, you forgot to get off, forget to get off the, the internet. Police. You can't call the police. Mm. And then the guy comes in and he looks at what you're looking at. And he says, that's what you jerk off to. <laughs> and then he says, you got a small dick. And then he leaves. <laughs> That'd be sad. Well, I think, I think that's the internet covered, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You got anything else? Any other stories that are involved? Small dicks or jacking off? Don't shame me. No, I'm just trying to keep the pod. Uh, Don't shame me. It's a, it's a really, it's a respected podcast. Oh yeah, in the history community. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about your links to the history community. Yeah, big links. You did? Did you have any friends who went, who you went to university with, like from the history program? Not really. No, they no. were. They you just intellectually soared by them and they weren't they couldn't yeah when you when you're at the top of something it becomes a very lonely place you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know how all michael jordan's teammates don't like him anymore yeah you yeah. were you were like you were like the the michael jordan of uh a ba in history yeah, yeah. <laughs> at kingston university yeah. you were just dunking on everyone and they couldn't too handle much, it too many facts coming out of everywhere um winston churchill wasn't actually depressed it was a myth dunk <laughs> No, I did think of it. Um, what was the other internet thing? Was the, the, what's the one funny mistake now? And this must have happened to someone. And please, if it's happened to you or a friend, write in. Is when people connect to the Bluetooth on their phone and they play music from their phone and it just plays out. But I, someone must have left a room once and been like, I'm going to bed, guys, night, <clears throat> gone to bed. And put porn on while the rest of their family, hopefully family friends are there. Hopefully they have a young daughter in there with them. And so it's the dad of the family goes upstairs and puts some, some like horrible punching in the face porn. That must have happened. I can't remember who it was, but I, I remember hearing stories about somebody getting caught cheating that way. Like they'd have mm. their phone connected to the TV or something. Yeah. And then the text messages from the mistress oh, would just come that. up you on can... the TV. And oh. it was like, you're fucking done, buddy. Oh, God. Just the... I it's just the thought of like, yeah, just of a family and they're all up and then he's playing music, playing the old classics, goes upstairs and it's like, hey, you little fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he comes down for a glass of water and his, his, his wife and kids are in tears. <laughs> I, I don't know if kids would be in tears. They'd be like, daddy needs what he needs. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. If you're like a young... Mom, if you're like stop 17, being so uptight. If you're like 17, that'd be the most embarrassing thing that could he happen. He married you for a reason and you're not holding up your end of the deal. He's going to get it somewhere else <laughs> if he doesn't get it here. Mom, come on. We're all human beings. Daddy needs what he needs. <laughs> it sounds like you. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, I mean, I've never actually said this in my marriage, but like, you always, it's like a cliche, but I just hope I never get to the point where I say the words, I have needs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, I think it's the most like pathetic sentence because they're so like. Well, it's when you've been caught cheating, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have needs. <laughs> Yeah, buddy, we all have needs. We are very proud to announce that this uh, podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, our uh, new amazing sponsor for any below-the-belt grooming. Yes, and the face, and the face. Yeah, I don't know if they market it that way, but I think... <laughs> Man, you can I... do the face, too. Yeah, uh, I would say you got to shave your cock, you got to... Shave your balls. You got to wax your balls. Yeah. Manscaped are great. 
They sent brilliant. us this big pack, and my face and cock have never looked better. No, I, I, I agree with that on both counts. Um, really? It's, it's the performance package they sent us. And they're offering um, you, our listeners and, and viewers, the chance to get 20% off using Year Is discount code. Year Is. And it's also free shipping, Bobby. Yeah, free shipping is pretty good. And they do all sorts of stuff like um, they do uh, boxes, which are the comfiest boxes I've ever worn in my life. I'm wearing some now. Actually, am. Um, there we go. Just to prove it. And it, um, it's a great, it's a great present. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's like a kind of funny present for like anyone in a family. Yeah. And it, it's just like. It's also practical. It's day to day. People who actually use it. You need it. Listen. Also, if you're one of our female listeners or viewers, it's like, hey, your husband looks gross. Fix it. Yeah. Also, maybe his nuts stink and you've had enough of it. Yeah. And you're going to leave him for the gardener who's 18 if your your old stinky husband doesn't sort his nuts out. Could happen. It happens every day. Well, to stop that from happening, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code year is, and you'll get free shipping. Free shipping and 20% off, which okay. is great. Check it out. Thank you so much, guys. 1989. 1989. NWA. Are you aware of uh, NWA? Yeah, what? What is it? What is it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like STD. Yes, the band NWA. Yeah, but I never want to say, tell me on air what it's You really like. think that, that's what's going to skyrocket this podcast <laughs> to the top? Listen, NWA, a great band mm. whose name we can't say, yeah. who's saying amazing rap songs whose lyrics we can't quote anymore no i mean mostly also because they're very homophobic but yes and you could say sexist but they made some great great stuff um, yeah 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 i, I they're not <laughs> it's it's a different time and a different world and yeah. uh yeah some really catchy songs very catchy songs but straight you, out of compton yeah. F- fuck the police. That's great. Oh um, my God. Fuck the police is like, if you're just driving alone and you just want to feel alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. But then you are, uh, then I am like a, a fucking middle-aged white guy in a oh, Hawaiian no, shirt listening to fuck the police. I used to drive around gr- Devon. I had a Peugeot 106 and I had sticker bullet holes that I put on the side of it. And I took. How the, old were you when this happened? Seventeen. You put sticker bullet holes yeah, on your car. It was like a tongue in cheek, but it was fun. And I took the exhaust off, so it made loads of noise. And I'd listen to that. And I didn't even have a car system at one point. I just had a speaker plugged into a Walkman, so it was like a guitar amp plugged into a Walkman, and I just play it out of that. It was awesome. Lots of people went, "Who's that?" when I drove past. No, I think I think they said those words, but the, the tone was actually, "Who's that?" It's funny though. Fuck the police, because they're always talking about. One lyric is about like huge crimes they've just committed, and then the other is about being harassed by the cops. You're like, what? You know what I mean? You just talked about like having a, a boot full of drugs and guns. <laughs> <laughs> like the police are just doing their job sometimes, you know. <laughs> but no, <clears throat> they sold a million copies in 1989. So his album came out in <clears throat> uh, 1988, and then sold a million copies by 1999. First gangster rap group to do that. And it was the start of that. Because before, I don't think... Imagine hearing that for the first time. Like, what songs were like that before? I, I, I don't know if we've talked about it on here. I've talked mm-hmm. about other places, but I love the movie NWA. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah. Because in that movie, Ice Cube 
mm. is played by Ice Cube's real life son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and throughout the movie, Ice Cube is the coolest guy, of right? Because yeah. he's exec producing the movie and his yeah. kids playing him. So he like at one point one punch KOs a guy. Of course, of course, like of course. one. No one's ever one punch KO'd anyone. Well, in the in the film of this pod, there will be a lot of that. <laughs> Have you ever one punch KO'd anyone oh, yeah. in your life? Oh yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> I believe you've got on top of someone and just like slapped them in the face until they. <laughs> But, uh, like, a one-punch KO, come on. We're not Mike Tyson. Well, they, uh, Ice Cube was, apparently. <laughs> okay, and then, yeah, but his son is just, like, fucking all these women. So even that is gross, because now you're in a movie where you're pretending to be your dad and pretending to fuck women <laughs> so who horrible. your dad fucked. <laughs> That's so weird. And then it jumped to uh, him being married but they don't show him meeting Ice Cube's wife. They mm-hmm. just show Ice Cube being married in the movie. Yeah. And that is obviously because if they were to do that, then the son would have to pretend to be his dad and pretend to meet, fall in love with, and fuck someone who is pretending to be his mom. <laughs> while sad. his dad soot sat like off, just off set watching, being like, actually, I do this to your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, like, yeah, could yeah. you like move your hand yeah. up a little? Yeah. Like, <laughs> cor- caress her ass. <laughs> it was by a dustbin, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you when you go down on your mom, what you really want to do is just like grab her ass with both hands. She really likes that. <laughs> oh my god! That just we're trying to keep this authentic for the NWA movie, you know? <laughs> oh my god! And doesn't he beat her up at one point? I mean, in the movie, no. Okay, I thought he beat her up. No, 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 Ice Cube, Ice Cube, I don't think so. Okay, I thought there was a scene where he, like, beats up the woman playing his mom. No, that is fake, that's (laughs) That's fake history right there, Okay, okay, happens occasionally. You gotta watch this, this Criterion Classic NWA. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a fun movie. But you can tell who produced it. I love it when people produce their own movie. And then About their life. You shouldn't be allowed to. And then Suge Knight killed a guy on the set of that movie. (laughs) Which really added to it. It's almost like he, he was done doing that for the press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And ran a man over. I remember like a couple months after that happened, they interviewed Ice Cube about Suge Knight. And Ice Cube was like, I can't remember the exact words. He's like, I have no problem with Suge Knight. And it was like, that's a good thing to say because, um, you know, he just didn't want Suge Knight to kill him. Yeah, he's he's in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't want Suge Knight to go go spend like his last 10 grand and pay someone to stab Ice Cube or something. And it was like, I have no problem with him, actually. Cool, I'm going to go back to my guarded mansion for a couple months and bunker down until Suge is deep in... Yeah, no, it's that's he's massive as well, Suge Knight. He's like six foot five. But he's old now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in jail, though. He won't get out. No, I think... He's been in jail nonstop since... Like the early nineties, but everyone there was a theory he killed Tupac. But I had watched a documentary on it, and this detective was like, "What sort of?" Because when they drove up to the car, they shot. Taught, so Suge Knight was on the same side as the assassins. I think um, that we're trying to like when people come to this podcast, they're listening for history, like you said, right? Yeah. So we we should try to not use phrases like "I watched a documentary." What we should say instead is "I read a documentary." I read a uh, a scribe. Uh, yeah, um, I, I I went into a Babylonian library. Yeah, very exclusive place. There's an old man with glasses. He lived in a basement, and he had a little ladder where he went, "Oh, this book," and blew on it, and there was dust, and gave yeah, it to me. Yeah, it, was, it had a monocle, not even yeah. glasses. Yeah. That's how old this guy was, yeah. and um. What did he find in that book? He found um, he found uh, testimony from a, a policeman um, that no, the guy basically said if you 
no one who was paying to have someone killed gets the assassin to shoot over their head in a car. So, like, the guy, the the assassin's pulled up alongside and shoot knights on the same side as them. They shoot past his head. He got hit as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, that would be just insane. But everyone that goes, oh, there's this huge theory. Who did it? Who did it? And it's like, well, earlier that night, Tupac and Sue Knight beat up this guy called Orlando, who was a member Wait of the Crips. I think you just called him Sug Knight. Shug, Shug no, Knight. you said Sug Knight. Sug Knight. I'm Sounds sorry. like an interior designer. As an intellectual, I pronounce words as I read them. And I'm he is Sug Knight. Sug Knight. <laughs> Sug Knight. Sort of Grand Designs TV presenter. Guys, I love NWA. I love Sug Knight. Mm. But anyway, so they beat up this guy. and uh, Ika Koob. <laughs> to poke. Uh they beat up this guy and they um uh, he was a member of the Crips and he's like gonna killed loads of people and the Crips have like twenty five thousand gang members, so they went around looking for Tupac and shot him. This is the most logical explanation to that. And there you have it on this podcast. All the theories thrown out the window with just some hard facts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, Red. Mm-hmm. They could have just read the documentary, though. Yeah, they could have, but then access to the library is quite hard. You need uh, you need a big IQ like we have. Yeah, I, I think guess, some of our higher up Patreons could have gotten in. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a, a, a two hundred plus library Genius tier. Yeah, yeah. What? So, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. where is this library? It, it. I can't actually say. Oh, I see. Yeah. All I can say is it's uh, three buses, two trains, a flight, a boat trip. And then a, a sled with huskies, and that's how you get there. But it's in no, Antarctica. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> it's where all the facts are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've hidden all the world's facts in Antarctica with the seeds. I actually watched a film last night with the guy who plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones about him, like, in the in Greenland. Have you I seen watched that, that yeah. movie. And he, like, has to leave notes in the pile of stones. What's it called? What's it called? Fuck, I can't remember. Mm. And he nearly gets killed by the polar bear. And he's just like, why are Red, you, you doing this? Red, you just spoiled the movie. Nearly gets killed you by the polar bear. You just spoiled the whole movie again. <laughs> Every week. Red, it's just, that, that movie just went on Netflix. Did it? That movie just got onto Netflix and you just spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the movie. And then he always gets killed by a polar bear. Anyways. Yeah. And then Bobby uh, tracks him down and says, how big's your penis? Because I've been looking for you for years. Yeah, yeah. I go. It's I, I travel back to the, the early 90s. 1800s find <laughs> jamie lannisters yeah. in greenland yeah yeah and uh he's like oh my god if you came to rescue me i'm stranded here because yeah. that's what happens in the movie they're stranded yeah. in greenland where they go on this mission to prove that denmark owns greenland and not america it's how and it's like what's the point and, well yeah who gives a shit yeah um but but it would be yeah then i go i go find him and he's like oh my god you've come to rescue me and it's like no no i'm actually from another time he's like what i'm like i'm from the year 2022 (laughs) what yes why have you come back well your great 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 grandson had a pretty big dick when he was 14 And uh, sadly, he died in a boating accident, so I was never able to see his dick. It got caught in the propeller. We don't know how big it was. But I figure your dick, probably about the same size as his, can I see yours? Mm-hmm. I'll give you some food. So I'd give him food. He'd show me his dick, and I'd say, that's what I thought. 
Mine's better. And then you'd leave. I'd leave. Leave him to die in the cold with a cheese and ham panini that he'd give <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, from Costa Coffee. Yeah, they travel. It's It just seems like, I don't get these Arctic explorations. It always seem like the worst thing ever. And the Antarctic just looks like, well, Greenland, all of the cold places. Yeah, I just don't think we need to know what is there. Yeah, a lot of cold. A lot of cold, couple of bears, killer whales, seals. Yeah, I saw this story about like uh, there's a post office in Antarctica and you mm. can go work there for six months. Really? Yeah, they're advertising for it right but now. Who are the letters for? <laughs> the other other bases in Antarctica, yeah. I guess. Although the, the what I don't understand about that is the internet exists now. Mm. So it's like if you have the choice between sending a letter mm. to uh, a guy in Antarctica mm. or uh, writing an email. Yeah. I'd just probably write the email. It's going to get there a bit quicker. <laughs> Do you think maybe... Amazon delivered to Antarctica? Uh, if I was Amazon, <laughs> I would only because it's amazing PR. Yeah. Like, like you just sat there and you, some guy just appears going, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> Ding dong. I, I don't know how they haven't done that as a commercial. Yeah. Like that's a great Amazon commercial is you Anywhere, literally. Anytime, anyplace. Yeah. And you just show a guy going to Antarctica. Yeah. Or like a guy in Antarctica and it's like Christmas Day. Yeah. And then fucking his Amazon package arrives and it's like uh, stuff from his family. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's an incredible Amazon ad. Mm. Why don't I work in advertising? Well, it's just a pack, uh, pair of socks. I should work in advertising. Well, I just, I just, I was the one who said, I wonder if they, you know, I gave yeah, you the no, idea. No, I think I really <laughs> am on to something here. I've had a great idea. What? I'm going into advertising. We got from NWA straight out of Compton to the Antarctic and you being an advertising person in about three minutes. I'm fine with that. Red, I have a new purpose <laughs> in life. traveled around the world and given you a new life. <laughs> I want to help people just, you know. Get socks wherever they are. No. You know how sometimes people have a feeling mm -hmm. that's like good about themselves. Mm -hmm. I want that to go away. So I want people to always feel in need. Yeah. So what you do with advertising, you know, is you convince them that, they're that shit. They're, there's something wrong with them, mm -hmm. that they're ugly and gross. And you do that by putting only the most physically attractive people in ads. Mm -hmm. So then sublimity, you convince them they're gross and they need to be better. Mm -hmm. If those ads didn't existed, they they probably would never maybe think that. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have that same self-image of a broken disgusting person but you know we keep like their self-esteem is kept so low just like by mass fucking media and then you could come in and like sell them lipstick mm. i want to be a part of that yeah that's great well how would you do it just a, a, a tube advert going you look like shit i do it with a tube advert where i say you look like shit. Yeah. That's my idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a great idea I just had. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Do I have any other ideas? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if you do. I don't think you're ever going to have another one again. Oh, no. <laughs> you made too much. You're going to make too much money off these ones. I think what happened is, so last night I put up, I don't even know if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it, but I put up a lot, like some sound protection in the room try to stop some echo but i use this spray glue which they'll only sell it to you yes made me dizzy yeah well they'll only sell it to you if you're over 18 because you get high off it but i just sat in this room with the door closed How and you sprayed feel? it for like an hour when i went to sleep last night i was breathing through my nose and i could feel the glue in my nose just going to my brain and hitting like just burning brain cells oh, God. and then i went to i, I was like huh. Let's see if I wake up, and I did. But yeah, I can really feel it. You know, I think. It's and then you woke up today, and you're like, "I'm going to do an advert for Amazon." Yeah, that's well. That's 
yeah, that's what I want to do. So, so were you uh, NWA big in Canada? I don't know. Right, it was 1989. I was yeah, three but years I, old. I listened to it when, in like 2000. Yeah, I listened to it. everyone listened to Oh, I mean, that. That, it, it persevered. Yeah. Like throughout the that for 20, music 20 from to 30 the, years. That, the, you know, NWA is seminal. It was huge. But can you imagine us trying to play it to our kids only, and stuff? I know? can only speak to my own experience. And mm. it was a seminal album for making white people feel cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Straight Outta Compton was like mm-hmm. that. That the album's called Straight yeah, Outta Compton. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a typical. That's I am a very typical like hanger on music fan, and yeah. that I never even know the name of the fucking album. I'm no, like, yeah, no, those guys are great. Wait, what's the album called? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'd wear I I. I'd wear the T-shirt and people but like. But then there's worse as music snobs who just be like, "Well, you can't enjoy this because you don't even know what they were called before they were signed." Yeah. Like I'm always okay with like if a if a if a teenager is a music snob, I'm like, great, you found an identity for a couple of years. I'm yeah. happy for you, and music makes you happy. That's great. But when you meet adults, like I mean, like people in their 30s or 40s who are like complete music snobs, mm-hmm. and they like have their vinyl collection, yeah. and you mention some like you know top 20 fucking normal band and they're mm. like ugh yeah I bet you think Oasis are good now don't yeah, you yeah yeah <laughs> and you're like who the fuck are you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like all, we all know now that it's just fucking noise that makes you happy yeah, let's yeah, not yeah, pretend it. I love it on Twitter as well there seems to be a thing where people call each other casuals if you're a casual fan of something it's like you should be a casual fan of everything Otherwise, like, well, no, no, you have to, like, it's an insult to be a casual fan. It's like, well, you got to be psychotic. I don't want casuals. I want red- redophiles. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm looking for redophiles. Well, we've solved Tupac's murder, Bobby. Um, and I think that's good. What, what else happened in 1989? Your mind is about to get blown. Okay. Okay. In 1989, the Menendez brothers murdered their parents in Beverly Hills, California. Okay. Okay, this story I'm obsessed with, and I'm just going to read you okay. all about it because it's a wild ride. Before you quickly get it, before you get into it, I think there's a, a house DJ com, uh, duo who are called the Menendez Brothers now. Maybe well, they don't know this story. I think they know. <laughs> okay. I think they are doing it ironically. Well, like Fred and Rose West, the DJs. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, these guys, okay, I'm on let's their hear side. It. Let's hear it, let's hear it. Okay, so. Represented by their defense lawyer, they the brothers said they were driven to the murder by a lifetime of abuse at the hands of their parents. Okay. Especially sexual abuse at the hands of their father, who was described as a cruel perfectionist and pedophile. <laughs> now, I really feel <laughs> like it was horrible. probably said the other way around. Yeah. I don't <laughs> anyone's like, oh, he's a cruel perfectionist. Oh, and a pedophile. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like he's a pedophile and a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah, okay. Uh, meanwhile, their mother was described as enabling, selfish, mentally unstable, alcoholic, and drug addict who would encourage her husband's behavior and also sometimes violent towards the brothers. Now. Sounds like a catch. So these parents were treating their kids like garbage. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the allegations against the couple were supported by the families. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So the other people in the family were like, yeah, they abused their kids. Fuck. So, yeah. So the brother cousin said that, you know, it happened and other people. So like it, it fucking happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, 
the prosecution in this case was fucking disgusting. The prosecution argued that the murders were done for financial gain. Mm -hmm. Lyle's prosecutor, Pam Banzanich, argued that men could not be raped because they lack the necessary equipment to be raped. She's not seen uh, American History X. (laughs) I really... I I hope that lady wakes in a, up in a cold sweat yeah. every night just thinking <laughs> about that choice she made in oh, her I'm life. Oh, I'm sure she's fine. She probably sleeps like a baby. Eric's prosecutor, Lester Kiriyama, suggested Eric was homosexual and the sexual abuse was actually consensual. Oh, my God. So these guys, these poor brothers, they were like 19 and 21. And what happened... Well, they they both said they thought the parents were gearing up to kill them because their dad had told them, like, Mm -hmm. hey, if you Mm -hmm. fucking tell anyone I abused you, I'll kill you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had this, like, so they thought their parents were going to kill them and their parents had got guns. So they got really paranoid. So they got their own guns. Mm -hmm. And they said one day their parents shut the living room door. And they hadn't done that before. So the, to them, they're like living in a house with people they think are going to kill them. Yeah. And they saw that as really suspicious. So they just got their guns and they're like, preemptive strike. And they just went in and they shot their parents. Fuck. And fine. And were the parents rich? The parents were quite rich. Yes. This is where it starts again. No, but they, they deserved... Yeah, but how do we know that the family members weren't in on it and the Menendez brothers were two vicious killers who made up a massive uh, ruse? No, <laughs> no, they were horrible victims of abuse who killed their abusers. Yeah. Yeah. And what they're doing, what they're in prison, life? Yeah, they they spent uh, life in prison. Well, the thing is, they did make some mistakes after committing murder. Okay, what did they do? Well, like, it wasn't like people knew it was them right away. Okay. Okay, so I'll talk you through the murder. So on the evening of August 20th, 1989, Jose and Kitty were sleeping on a couch in the den of their Beverly Hills mansion when Lyle and Eric entered the den carrying shotguns. Jose was shot in the back of the head with a Mossberg 12-gauge shotgun. Kitty was awakened by the shots. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, who's shooting my husband? (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Our kids. Yeah. 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 Mm. I probably do deserve this. Jose was the dad. Yeah, yeah. She was shot in the leg and fell and was shot several times in the arm, chest, and face, leaving her unrecognizable. Mm. I'm sure I still could have recognized her if I was them. How you doing, mummy? <laughs> oh, you're not feeling so well, are you? Guess you should have treated us a little fucking better. <clears throat> When asked if they killed him, he should have said, no way, Jose. Because that's his dad. <laughs> Could have gotten off with that. A lot of laughs in the courtroom. When, Sorry. when the brothers returned home from late later that night, Lyle called the police and shouted, someone killed my parents. Mm-hmm. When the police arrived, the brothers told them the murders occurred while they were at a movie theater seeing Batman. Uh, I don't think they were at a movie seeing Batman. They were just being Batman, mm-hmm. you know? And then they attended the annual Taste of L.A. Festival at the Santa Monica Civil Auditorium. The police did not order the brothers to undergo gunshot residue tests to find out whether they recently used a firearm, since at the time there was no clear evidence that suggested they might be involved. So, at first, they had gotten away with it. 
So there's no gun. There's Ooh. no residue. They're fucking fine, right? In the months after the murder, the police connected the brothers' lavish spending to the murders of their parents. Lyle bought a Rolex watch, a Porsche Carrera, $132,000 townhouse in West Windsor, New Jersey, and Chuck Spring Street Cafe, a Buffalo Wing restaurant in Princeton, New Jersey. Eric hired a full-time tennis coach and competed in a series of tournaments in Israel. He was actually a top-ranked tennis player, number 44 in amateur ranks in the country. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty good tennis player. They eventually left the Beverly Hills mansion unoccupied as they decided to live in adjoining condominiums in nearby Marina Del Rey. They drove around L.A. in their deceased mother's Mercedes-Benz convertible, died expensively, and went on overseas trips to the Caribbean and London. Listen. They seem quite psychotic to me as well. Do you know what they seem like to me? What? Two people celebrating no longer being raped by their dad. Well. I think I'd have quite a party. Yeah, I don't. This is, you know, it's surely you could just go to the police. Like, I don't get the sort of driving around the car. It, that, that looks dodgy. Their dad said he was going to kill them. They're stuck in this, like, it's like they're stuck in, like, an abusive, like, cult thing, and mm. they fucking fought their way out. Mm. I'm on their side. I would I would literally visit them in prison. Are they still there, then? Buddy, they got life in prison with no parole. Jesus. Life in prison. The judge must not have believed their abuse story. It though. was a jury trial. The jury said they didn't take it into account. Mm. So they didn't care. Okay, they were just like you're you're scum as well. No, they no that you're scum. They didn't say you're scum as well. <laughs> That's not how juries work. <laughs> Judge, please tell them we think they're scum as well. No, Lyle and Eric Menendez. Yeah, the problem here's how they got the thing is so there's no there was no way they could be connected to it really, but they start spending like this. And it, you know, it does seem like well, that's a bit irregular. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So. The police were were trying to narrow their search. So who had motives to kill Jose and Kitty? So they investigated some mob leads, but nothing came of that. And then they were just like, it must be the brothers. They have financial motives, you know, obviously. So in an attempt to get a confession, Barrack, the police convinced Craig Signorelli, one of Eric's close friends from high school, and a tennis buddy to wear a wire while having lunch <laughs> with him. What a fucking rat that guy is. What a fucking little rat. They didn't he didn't have to do it. He no, just he fucking did it to be involved, little fucking rat. When Craig asked Eric if he killed his parents, Eric said no, but he eventually confessed to doing so to a psychologist. Well, that's stupid. Jerome Ozio. Well, it's probably weighing on his mind, you know? Yeah, but then why is he driving around? The thing is, as well, is if you're, someone dies, two people died, and then their kids start going out for dinner every night and cruising around in the Porsche and going to Israel to play fucking tennis, it's going to be them, isn't it? Yeah, of course. But mm. what what's what I never understand is whenever these people kill someone and get away with it at the start, right? They've mm. gotten away with it, and they get the money. Go to a country that does not have an extradition treaty with the United States. Yeah. Where can you go now for that? Like South America? I'll Google it. Because I always think of that. Where would you go? Like Thailand, if you can, or South America? Thing is, you're worried always that the government there gets overthrown or they change the laws. And... So if you're in the States, like they were, mm -hmm. China, Russia, Namibia... <laughs> The UAE, North Korea, Bahrain, nice enough place. <laughs> Go live in North Korea. Go live in, no. <laughs> I, think, I think American prison is better than North Korean freedom. But but Bahrain, I, I have friends who've been there. I mean, I, it's not the most like democratic place, but if you have money, I think it's all right. Yeah. yeah. Just them, get them out of there. Look, if I ever 
you know, just get <laughs> we away. We won't talk about it on the pod. I know, but you just got to get away. Who are these idiots who are sticking around being like, hope they don't figure out it was me. <laughs> They're going to figure out it was you. Come on, guys. I'm on your side, but you just got to take steps to help yourself. How old are they now, then? It must be like 50, 51. I think so. And also, they it was really sad because they were, they were separated when mm-hmm. they were sent to prison. But then... Um, in 2018, after not being together for what, literally like 30 years, Lyle was moved in the same housing unit as Eric and reuniting them for the first time since they began serving their sentences nearly 22 years earlier, the brothers burst into tears and hugged each other at their first meeting in the housing unit. That's nice. The unit where they're housed is reserved for inmates who agree to participate in education and rehabilitation programs without creating disruptions. Okay, so they got behave. No killing your parents again. <laughs> Jesus, so 20 bad. years without each other, that's quite tough. Well, yeah, because they didn't get caught right away. Mm. And there was like retrial and mistrials, deadlock juries who were just really? like, did not want to convict them. And is this one of those ones that people take up and try and get them out, or is it... Yeah, well, I mean... Because remember there was that 15-year-old who shot the guy who was, like, trying to attack us. Yeah. And- in later years, you know, they've had some appeals, but it just didn't... There's nowhere to go when you're saying, I did it. It's Well, there is some... For, it works for some people. Like, if it's like a... I think, like, some in some cases where it was, like, an abusive pimp. I remember reading mm-hmm. those stories. But yeah, for them, it didn't go their way. They just haven't got out. And I think there's like some people on TikTok want them to get out of prison. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> but, you know, I want them to. I'd hang out with these guys. Get them on the podcast. I would happily get them on the pod mm. and be like, guys. Something happened in 1989. Want to tell us about it? Yeah, I would interview them for sure on this podcast because they made a mistake they could have just left the house, maybe, instead of... They could have moved out, like most people do when they're 18. <laughs> they... Why did they stay? I would have left that house when I was 12. They, well, li- <laughs> listen, Dred, don't victim blame. They're the victims. Uh, and, you know, they over they reacted in their mm. own way. Yeah. And now they're in jail. They well, they are in jail, but maybe that jail is better than living with their parents. Was yeah, they should, should remember when Trump went on that pardoning spree. That was quite good. Like just before he left, he pardoned loads of people <laughs> just as a final. They trump. always get to at the end. Yeah, he. Sh- I was hoping he was going to do Joe Exotic because it would just. Be it so would. They brilliant. were campaigning yeah. for it. Joe Exotic was really trying. It would have been something so funny he would have done. Oh man, I'd just pardon. I'd pick some fun ones you know <laughs> some really dangerous ones yeah yeah Khalid hey, Sheikh uh, Mohammed yeah yeah wait what, the guy who played 9-11 <laughs> yeah. he I I've talked to him he said no. he's changed he's, uh, he's a different man now he said actually uh his dad used to love the World Trade Center and he was abused by his dad so he blew it up <laughs> um and he feels bad about it yeah he just wants to get out and focus on his TikTok yeah yeah he wants to get on TikTok <laughs> TikTok TikTok Okay, some other things that happened. Uh, the Berlin Wall fell. Yeah. I find that kind of boring, though. Everyone's covered. There's only one. Um, that lady was married to the Berlin Wall. Remember that? 
That's pretty good. I think if I was going to marry a wall... It would have been the Berlin Wall. No, the Great Wall of China, Yeah, buddy. of course. It's got my history. It's more classy, more elegant. You um, can see it from space. Everybody can look down and be like, that's the wall that guy fucks. That's my wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see her from space. Yeah, hey. <laughs> She's a thousand years old. <laughs> keep your keep your wife, keep my wife out of your eye line. Yeah, yeah. Stop looking at my fucking wife up there. But So he married the Berlin, this lady married the Berlin Wall. And then so when everyone celebrated and Hasselhoff was playing on it, it was getting knocked down. Whilst the world televises it, that's, that's her husband being murdered. <laughs> whilst, whilst Hasselhoff performs a song. Uh, listen, David Hasselhoff is a great singer. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What's he should that? have been there. What the song was it? Place. I can't remember. What's I can't song? remember. I don't, I don't know any of his songs. Oh, there's one great. He's got that great song. It was in my head for weeks a while ago. Fuck. I just like it when he's drunk and eats off the floor. I thought that was good. Yeah, Red, because you've never done anything <laughs> like that. Sitting around judging fucking David Hasselhoff. <laughs> You're judging David Hasselhoff's well, drunken behavior, Red Richardson. He's, no, he's, he's done well. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We're looking for freedom, buddy. And there's just everyone's cheering. There's one woman there. Imagine watching your wife or husband being murdered. Well, this is playing and everyone's cheering. They're like, ah, ah. And because the wall's massive, it would have taken hours. <laughs> well, it'd be a sad day for her, but a happy day for Hasselhoff. Yeah. Also, keep in mind. you got to stop it because the YouTube have laws, don't they, Jody? We don't want to get doxxed by, no, not doxxed, shadow banned by YouTube. I don't think we're going to. I think this is a better podcast just listening to David Hasselhoff, actually. <laughs> In fact, we should do a podcast, which is just David Hasselhoff songs, which is basically just Spotify of his, yeah. Well, we've, this is like a remix because we're talking over it. Yeah, it's quite nice though, isn't it? I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> should we just wrap up? Let's wrap up. we got one more thing with the Golden Toad. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden Toad, when uh, last mm. seen in Costa Rica... The last golden toad is extinct now. So bad, bad year for the golden toad in 1989. It's really sad about the golden toad. <laughs> yeah, it went extinct, didn't it, Bobby? I really, I've always wanted to uh, be the last <laughs> member of a species. I think that'd be quite sad. Yeah, well, no, because it would be great because you'd be the best at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm the best footballer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I got the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> Right, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Dick of the year. His dick of the year, Bobby. David Hasselhoff for singing this <laughs> shitty song. No, what, what is, who's the dick of the year? Menendez. Lyle Menendez. It's got to be dick of the year. I think the brothers would have gotten away with it is if, if when they murdered him, Hasselhoff was there singing this song. No. And they'd done it live at the no, Berlin Wall. No, Lyle Menendez. Jose Menendez. The oh, dad sh- oh, who the was dad. murdered. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Jose Menendez, not Lyle. It'd be weird to pick one brother and not Lyle's the other one. Lyle's literally my hero. Okay, but yeah, so Jose Menendez, your dick of the year, um, because apparently you weren't nice to your kids, and your kids shot you. All right. All right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bonus on the Patreon. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening to an episode of The Year Is with me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my sometimes friend, Red Richardson. This podcast has been produced by our brilliant producer, Jody Vandenberg. Thank you. 